And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is Instagram advertising. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us on our daily social media to keep up to date with our photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of the website to be included in all our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so today we're talking about Instagram advertising. This is a question that I think a lot of people don't know the answer to, and frankly, I don't think I know the answer to it either. Instagram is always changing their algorithm. They're always kind of revamping and revitalizing how they show you things in their newsfeed. They've been very quiet most of the time about giving really solid answers as to how they just how they determine or, or kind of sort through what information to show you on your newsfeed. And it's a big study. There's a lot of people out there trying to figure it out because as you could imagine, there's a lot of money in the world of advertising on Instagram. Advertising on Facebook and advertising on Instagram both go to are both owned by the Facebook company. So there's a lot of kind of crossover. For those of you who have no exposure whatsoever to running ads on either Facebook or Instagram, I can give you a little bit of the background. First off, if you are a business and you're looking to run Instagram or Facebook ads, there's a lot of great opportunity to really get good information on YouTube. YouTube's There's a lot of really cool videos out there done by a lot of bright people who are um, happy to show you how to do it. So I would say first and foremost, always go to YouTube University, as I jokingly say, and um, learn more about the, the topic you'd like to learn about from people who are pretty good at it. The next thing I would say is if you are a Facebook user, you can go, any Facebook user at all can run ads. All you have to do is go over to the top right corner where there's like a settings button. You can click that and then you can go down and there's a create and manage ads. There's two buttons. If you click on um, the manage ads, it'll take you to your ad portal where if you've spent money already, you can see how each of the ads are doing. You can adjust where the demographics, the targeting, you can adjust um, some of the information about what the ad is being, how much is being spent, when it's being shown, all that other good stuff. I used to teach at Concordia University, Wisconsin. I taught e-commerce, and the, one of the classes I taught was about this kind of Instagram ad marketing, and I taught a whole semester on it. So I'm going to try to condense it down into a little bit here and hit the highlights. I might come back and do a part two eventually, but for the most part, <clears throat> let's focus specifically on Instagram ads. For anyone who wants to run Instagram ads, I would give you um, a couple of pieces of advice. First off, run several ads at the same time with a smaller total budget. To give you a little story, many of you have seen a post on our, actually, you know what? I'm going to go back a little bit. Sorry. I apologize for jumping around here a little bit. I want to talk a little more about how you do ads and then I'll tell you about more about how we did ads and what happened. How you do an ad, do an ad is you need to have your uh, profile be considered a business profile, which means that anybody can follow you and that's something that some people want and some people don't. That's how influencers, businesses, corporations, com you know, companies, groups, all of those people do it. Make yourself a business profile. You go in the settings. There's a button scrolling down that says make your profile a business profile. All you have to do is click on that and boom, you're there. Then you can click on any post, anything you've posted, and you can click the word promote. There's a button right beneath it. You can hit promote. When you hit the promote button, it'll say how much do you want to spend and do you want Instagram to guess your audience? Do you want Instagram to do the targeting or do you want you to pick the, the audience? And then um, you just kind of set the timeline and you set the, the budget and then you hit go and it's good, right? So that's how you run an ad. So you can run and promote any post you have, any post you've already done. 
Uh, and that's how you build and create ads, which is a really good way of doing it. And then they show them in the news feed and they just kind of show them in specific people's news feed. And while I don't see who specifically they showed the ad to, the only thing I get to see is kind of generic information like out of a thousand, how many of them were men? Out of a thousand, how many of them were women? How many were in Texas? How many were in um, Los Angeles? Like I can see that, that kind of a data and kind of get a sense of where the ads are doing better and worse. And that helps. Um, so that's kind of how you run an ad. Now jumping back into the story. So when we first got started, I was not sure what advertisements would work. And I'm still not sure, by the way. And so what we would do is we would take ads, we would take, and I would boost basically every post that I thought might be a good ad. I would boost it for like $20 over the course of two days, right? Now, for those of you out there who are really into marketing and all of the other stuff, you'll realize that that's not really enough budget for that timeline. And that's not really a scientific enough way of doing it. The real answer is this. If you wanted to really do an, an analysis, right? In, in a meaningful way. What I recommend to my students is you need to spend at least $2 per hour per ad per day. So if you've got one ad and you are having it run the full day, you're not restricting the scheduling to certain parts of the day. So it's running for the full 24 hours. You would need to spend at least $48 per ad on that ad for the full 24 hours per day because that gives you statistically relevant data that'll show the ad to about anywhere between 100 and 500 people per, per, um, per hour. And if you have less than 100 people that see your ad, you're not going to have really good statistically relevant data. It's going to be um, too small of a sample size to really know if the ad is good or not, right? So that's where I would recommend for people who can do that, that you do at least $48 a day if you're going to run it for the full day. And more than that's better, you know? So that'll give you more accurate data. But for those of us who were, I was bootstrapping, I didn't have a lot of money. It was money that I made waiting tables. And so I needed to, to get as much money, uh, you know, much return out of it. What I did was I had the ads and I, I picked a couple of them and then I ran them for like $20 for two days and I would just see as they went along, how would they do? And I had the time at the time, so I was able to really watch the ads throughout the day. I just had my, my, um, I had my phone pulled up on Instagram and if you can go into where you, sh where they show you your notifications, you can click on that and you can see your promotions too. And you can see how your promotions are doing how many people they've shown it to, how many people have clicked, how much has been spent. And so I just literally watched that every day. I did eventually go into the Facebook ads manager and I could, you can see your Instagram ads in the Facebook ads manager. And so I was able to take a look in that profile and see kind of a little more detailed information. And that's where I was able to kind of really dial in and focus in. Over the course of time, the first couple ads started out doing all right. They were I mean, they were okay. They, they didn't do, they didn't blow me away. Um, but what ended up happening was that I, I stumbled upon an ad, which I didn't think was going to do very well. It was mostly informational, and some of you have seen it. And if you scroll down to the very kind of early parts of my page, you can see it. What it is, is it's a picture of the journal, and um, it's espresso, and it's kind of a little bit out of focus, but it's, it's got the corner of the journal with one of the posts showing, and it says... Um, Leather, uh, the Meridian number one, Leather three post binder now on Amazon Prime. I did not think that ad was going to do very well. It's dark. It doesn't really show off the product as well as I'd like. And so I ran it and I thought it would do okay. It did phenomenally well. It just, it was, it was way, way, way cheaper. It had a way higher conversion rate. And I have no idea why. 
Now, originally when I set up that ad, that ad was directed towards Amazon. You clicked on it and it took you right to Amazon to buy. And eventually I shifted away from those, those ads that were directed towards Amazon and I, I directed them towards my website and I tried that for a little while, but it didn't really yield a lot of sales. And so what I did is I ended up directing them to my profile. I think people on Instagram are less uh, hesitant about clicking on go to profile than they are to shop now, which is the other options kind of for the buttons. There's a couple of different options for what you can have the button say. But for us, that was kind of, it was either shop now or check out profile. I think that, that the go to profile button is a lot less intimidating for people to click on and you want to get people engaged, right? So you want to do it step by step. So the ad shows up, people click on it, then they go to the next phase and they see the profile, and then they see the pictures, and they see all the options, they say, wow, that's pretty, and then they go click on the link in my profile, and they'll say, okay, now then that takes them to my website, right? On the website, if you click shop, it'll either say shop on our website or shop on Amazon, and you can kind of pick and choose, right? So that's where it's a lot more clicks to get people to Amazon. Part of that was done intentionally, because Amazon, is, a, as you've heard in some of my previous podcasts, can be a little bit of a challenge to work with sometimes, and so I'm trying to get more people to be comfortable shopping on our website, and I know that that's difficult for a lot of people. Some people don't trust websites, they trust Amazon, um, and Amazon has done a wonderful job building that customer trust. Um, so that's why we're working on being really transparent with each of our customers about if you buy it on the website and you want a refund, we're happy to work with you on that. If you, for whatever reason, um, want to get more, you want to get, I mean, it's, it doesn't cost more to buy it on the website. Sometimes it actually can be a little more cost effective if you have some of our coupons that we have um, with our brand ambassadors. But regardless, what ended up happening is, is you started to see these ads and some of the ads did really well. And then ads that I thought were going to do really well did really poorly. And it got really confusing. And then, so I, I took that ad that was the really good one and I re- um, I remade it and I remade it intentionally with a like a, a white concrete background and that same journal, but it's a little more in focus. It's a little clearer. It's a little bigger in the picture. And I put the exact same text on it, right? I thought this ad was going to do even better because now you could see the product clearly. It, it popped a little more off the page. It was a little more eye-catching. And it had all of the stuff, all of the same elements. It's the same picture, basically, with just a neater background and a little more clear. It didn't do nearly as well. It, didn't, it, was, it was half as good from a cost standpoint as the other one. It was twice as expensive. And it was shocking to me. I just, I don't, I still to this day don't understand why some ads do better than others. And that's why I strongly encourage everyone when you're doing ads, particularly if you have a little bit of budget to play with, run all of your posts at $20 for two days. Just run them all. Because you don't know which ones are going to reach your audience, which ones are going to speak to your people, right? Instagram is pretty good about showing your ads to people, but they aren't necessarily good at knowing exactly who are the right people to show it to all the time. And so having a variety in your ads and having that kind of that running all of them, you'll get, to, you'll get a sense of what your audience really likes. You'll start to see, okay, these couple, a couple of different ads did really well and these ones didn't. Why? Why did they do better than the other ones? So I would say keep that in mind. Um, I'll, I'm happy to talk more about this topic. Obviously, it's a pretty big, um, pretty big topic, and there's a lot more I can tell you more. So I'll probably do a second uh, version of this, maybe not tomorrow, but maybe a, a part two later. So uh, please tune in later. Um, to, for today's use, actually, this one came to me over my Instagram messaging, and I thought to myself, what a perfect use, and I'm going to talk about it because I was very excited. I want to give a quick shout out to the gentleman that recommended it to me. He, um, he contacted via my, my, my Instagram and he said, you know, you should, uh, 
you should really look at um, at doing this. And it's um, it's Michael J Winston three is the Instagram user. He contacted us, and he said, you know, you should uh, you should work on um, offering some D and D and helping to get the D and D community, the Dungeons and Dragons community involved. And I thought, what a perfect use of this. I personally haven't been able to play Dungeons and Dragons yet. I, my roommates did, and I watched them play a lot, and I was hoping to get in on the game, but by the time that I wanted to join, they had already been halfway down their quest, and they couldn't add me, so I think they just didn't want to play with me. But anyway, so I was there listening to um, them play, and from what I understand of the game, it's got a dungeon master who's talking through the story, who's presenting the characters who are sitting across the table with them with challenges, and then they, they roll the dice to see how they do with their responses, and it's a very much of a kind of a real-life role-playing kind of game. You develop your character sheets, and you develop kind of your strategies, and someone obviously I would imagine wants to keep record of the game, but I thought to myself, what a perfect use. So I'm working on getting um, Dungeons & Dragons character sheets up on our website in part as our part of our downloadable templates for all of you out there who want to build the perfect leather binder way to keep track of your amazing conquests in Dungeons and Dragons. All right. So um, my final thing is Dana Life. So today with our Dana Life segment, one of the big things, I mean, I've been calling people back all morning. I've messaged a couple of people on Instagram trying to reach out to clients and say, you know, hey, this is something I think you guys could really benefit from. Feel free to reach out to us if you're interested. And I've been working on getting back on the phone. When I came home and I was not working at my full-time job anymore, I thought to myself, this will be perfect. I'll have a lot more time to do strategy implementation. I'll be able to really think through kind of what we want to do. But I got to be honest, it's gotten crazy here with just answering phones and, and responding to a lot, all, all of your wonderful um, contact from a lot of you have reached out looking for custom logos and things like that. I'm hoping to redesign the website and have it be a little more intuitive from a, um, a logo standpoint. So that's probably on my, on my bucket list here to do so. All right. I apologize for today being a little longer. Um, but I want to say, uh, thank you everyone who for tuning in, uh, please be sure to back, check back in tomorrow for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get our latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on our main page of our website at murdycreative.co. Or you can contact us via our Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. I'll do my best to be available whenever you can. And I do love talking to all of you. Um, that being said, if you have a podcast topic and that you want to hear more about, send them my way. I always am happy to engage with our growing community. And I want to give you guys what you want. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts or giveaways or menus or really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts. We do have those available um, for larger quantities. So thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day. Goodbye. <laughs>